Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for the Chiefs Kingdom Show, live with the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, and Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. It's presented by Bad Boy Moores, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mo with an attitude. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. In case you missed the news, Josh Klingler is the Chiefs' newest sideline reporter. And since we can't hang out with 70,000 of our closest friends this fall, there's only one guy who can bring you what you missed from inside the stadium on Monday mornings, and that's Kling. Weekdays starting at 6. Make sure to tune in to Fesco in the morning for inside access to the Chiefs sidelines like you've never heard before on the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Here is the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. And good evening, everyone. We've opened the doors to the Chiefs' kingdom on this Monday evening, a Chiefs' victory Monday evening, as the Kansas City Chiefs go to go to a 7-1 record at the halfway point of the regular season with yesterday's 35-9 win over the New York Jets. Now, usually, we celebrate these wins and get ready for the Carolina Panthers game this Sunday in front of 100 or more fans at a Hy-Vee Market Grill in the area. We've done that for years. But in these unusual times with the COVID pandemic, we're prohibited from doing that. However, each week we want on this Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network to bring the energy and excitement of the Chiefs Kingdom to you the nights after Chiefs game to do it the best as we can on the largest network uh, radio network in the National Football League. We also want to acknowledge tonight's winner of the Private Chiefs Kingdom a Zoom Watch Party Experience, and that's Patrice Berardelli from Pleasant Valley, Missouri. Patrice Berardelli, Pleasant Valley, Missouri, enjoying her own Kingdom Private Zoom Party. She's had Zarda Barbecue catered to her place in Pleasant Valley by Hy-Vee for her and nine of her friends, and Patrice will also receive an autographed 8x10 Chiefs player photo. Now, you too can win your own Chiefs Kingdom watch party experience. Just see your local Hy-Vee or check your um, local Hy-Vee and their Facebook page for details. Also a reminder, on these days and nights after uh, Kansas City Chiefs games, you get uh, big savings. Big points means big savings with the Kansas City Chiefs and Hy-Vee. The day or night after a game, you can score fuel saver discounts equal to the number of points the Chiefs score and the amount that you spend. Watch your fuel discount grow with every point the Chiefs score. And again, the uh, Chiefs beat the Jets yesterday 35-9. So 35 is your big number today and tonight, plus the amount that you spend. So get out your Fuel Saver Plus perks card and score the savings. That's the day or night after every Chiefs game, only at High V. Now, reminder, after I talk with head coach Andy Reid here in just a minute, we will have the Honey Badger, the Kingdom Landlord himself, Tyron Matthew, is our special guest in the second half hour of the show. But first, a few notes before we go to break. Patrick Mahomes now has 21 games in his young career with 300 yards or more passing. Only Kurt Warner and Dan Marino had more in their first four seasons. But Patrick has eight games remaining in this year. He could surpass both their totals. And then also, according to Matt Stat, Matt McMullen, Chiefs reporter, Patrick Mahomes is the first quarterback in NFL history with at least 20 touchdown passes. He's got 21 or one or fewer interceptions. He has one in his first eight games of the year. Tyreek Hill, 41-yard reception yesterday for a touchdown, his 23rd TD of at least 40 yards in his five-year career. It ties Randy Moss of 23 such plays in Moss's great career in his first five years. And finally, before the break, Andy Reid is now tied with Packer legend Curly Lambeau, for fifth all-time in NFL history with 229 head coaching wins, combined regular 
and postseason. And it's that Andy Reid that we'll hear from next as the Chiefs Kingdom show continues after these important messages on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Good action. Here it comes near side. Hardman, 20, 15, 10, explodes. Five, touchdown, Kansas City. A ninth touchdown for McCole Hardman. And Hardman on the flip pass, coming to the near side so fast the Jets couldn't see it coming. Welcome back to our Chiefs Kingdom show. And with us now is the fifth winningest coach in the history of the National Football League, Andy Reid. Congratulations on that hallmark. When I look at the four guys ahead of you, you're in pretty good company, sir. Yeah, no, that's a humbling deal. There are some pretty, <laughs> pretty good coaches right there. So very humbling. Um, but we got to get on with Carolina. So. Yes, sir. I want to ask <laughs> yeah, you a quick well, no, that's it, how this works, right? So. I know, but I just don't want to let it pass when people like no, I appreciate we're, it. we're living yeah, history no, here. Uh, yesterday, quickly, all three phases again show up. Just how gratifying was that now that you're stacking? You stack two games together where you can check all those boxes. Yeah, I, I, I did. I mean, I thought all three phases uh, <clears throat> did a nice job. Solid performance on special teams. Um, or razzle-dazzle with Tommy throwing the ball and had a block, you know, in there that almost was returned for a touchdown. McCole was about a shoelace away from breaking that thing. So, um, and then defensively, I thought we did a nice job. We've been a little bit um, in the first quarter, first half, and Spags made uh, some adjustments at halftime. They came out and um, and just put the hammer down. So, as you would say, and then offensively, I thought. Uh, we were able to jumpstart, um, get at least a, a good beginning, and uh, and then had a little bit of a stall in there for a couple series. But I thought for the most part, uh, the guys played played well. I want to take you back, or you mentioned the fake punt pass and the block field goal. But when they happened, were strategic times. I mean, you kept the second touchdown alive with Townsend's 13-yard pass. I thought it was the Old Testament. He looked like Samson out there. And he looked, also thought you maybe snuck in 15 into where number five because that pass was legit, man. Yeah, you know, it's one thing doing it in practice. It's another thing doing it live. Uh, and he drilled it. I mean, he threw it uh, with conviction. So it was a uh, nice job with it. And then the block field goal strategic, it gave you momentum going into the half and kept the margin where it was. Yeah, we've been so close on those. It was great to get one, and and uh, and then to have a return on top of it was was special too. Jumping into the offense here, man, it was impressive. It just seemed like your pitch and catch was going. What about the timing, rhythm, rolling? You got it. A couple drives. If they didn't put the ball down on the ground to snap it, the ball would have never touched the ground. Yeah, I thought. Listen, I thought Pat did a great job. I thought the offensive line <clears throat> did a great job. The receivers were on point. Uh, Kels, um, as that tweener, the uh, offensive lineman and re- receiver uh, ends up equal in a tight end, right? So I thought he did a nice job in the run game and the pass game. And then you know, our runners contributed too. So that that was, it was all, all in all a good, a good solid performance. Um, and a lot of that, a lot of those plays were RPOs. So hmm. where we had that run pass option, and I thought Pat was spot on with his reads, and the, the receivers played well in space there uh, to get themselves uh, open. Been loving watching Kels in these videos. It's like an instructional video how to play tight end. I want to ask you about particularly wide receivers and tight ends, and you've seen so much zone so far this year, but learning how to play against the zone, it seems like now two weeks in a row you're hitting spots and Patrick's hitting it, but what knack is there for a wide receiver to both recognize and then find open areas in the play call in the zone? Well, you have to be able to do that, and then you have to be able to adjust during the game because uh, these are good defensive coordinators in this league, and and they know where their seams are and they want to tighten them down and according to what they see on tape that you're running. So uh, the guys, uh, that, that's the part I appreciate the most is <clears throat> Pat and the receivers and, and Kels uh, being on the same page and being able to uh, work. Well, it wasn't quite here. Let's move it over a yard, you know, and, and there's a spot there. So uh, I, that's, 
you know, that's that's special stuff there. So I, I appreciate that. As you would say, it's a beautiful thing like it was yesterday, seeing that work. Right. Uh, Tyreek's route running, uh, Danon on the air called it a Dino route, but just his ability, man, I'm so impressed with the way he runs routes and gets himself open and how Patrick can throw him open. What about Tyreek's yeah. route running? Yeah, that was your old chair route. Just push <laughs> up and then you build the seat by pushing it to the sideline and then you put the back on it by going back up the field and and um, we got the safety to flip his hips and the corner to settle out wide, and and then Tyree just uh, speed through the middle of the field. So worked out well. Defensively, you talked about uh, Spags's defense. First half, I mean, the Jets were showing some spunk there. Then in the second half, you get five three and outs, a fumble recovery, and then the end of the game. I mean, you just shut it down in the second half. What was the difference as you reviewed it? Yeah, well, we were bending just a little bit. They got the run game going, and they were hitting a few little passes here and there. And, and so uh, at halftime, Spags made a couple adjustments and uh, tightened things up in the run game. And at the same time, got to get rid of some of those those reads on the outside, the short intermediate reads. And then the bigs took care of the rest. They <clears throat> they were putting pressure on the quarterback if he had to hang on the ball and um, – a few of them were sacks, but on the other hand, there were some great pressures in there that forced his hand a little bit early. So I thought it was a, a nice job, good coaching job, good playing job. I want to ask you about the halftime adjustments. People, it's not a high school halftime or a college halftime. you got 12 minutes, which really turns into about eight or nine. And the ability to communicate and recognize um, at halftime, to, I mean, how many, you can make what, maybe one or two things you can say, we're going to do this and this. Because you don't have a whole gob of time at half. No, well, you know, you forget about the small things like the guys having a chance to go to the bathroom and grab a <laughs> drink, and and then you're still, um, and then you still got to make these adjustments. So, <clears throat> diligency of getting into the locker room um, becomes important. Don't waste any time, kind of lollygagging in the hallway there. Get in and let's go. Um, get done what you need to get done and then ears open and let's uh, listen to what adjustments we have. The other part is that the coaches get together <clears throat> right away once they get to the locker room and they take their notes and they say, okay, we're going to hit this, this, and this, and boom, that's all we have time for. So they narrow it down uh, to a couple things, knock it out, get their point across, and then uh, the rest of it uh, will happen on the, on the field, you know, whatever is left over. Very impressive, uh, and you got you're getting ten guy ten guys had catches yesterday, getting everybody involved, and just kind of dialing them up, and then they're responding when you call their number or Patrick picks them out. Just what about having the multiplicity of of attack zones from a personnel standpoint? Yeah, well that that puts pressure on defenses, and so um, I thought it was a good game plan that EB put together there, and that it, it just worked out. Um, where we were able to get a lot of guys involved in it. <clears throat> and um, some of it was what they were doing uh, to us. It just it opened up guys that normally uh, aren't, in the, aren't in the progression there. But um, Pat was able to see it and feel it and then deliver it. And listen, he had good time back there with, with, against what I thought was a real good defensive front. So um, I thought our offensive line uh, gave, gave Pat – an opportunity to, to scan and when you when you do that um, he, he can he, he can hurt you a little bit moving on to Carolina my early study of these guys coach I'm impressed with them uh, I want to start and ask you though uh, about coach rule because he's now had rebuilding jobs he's done twice at Temple then he did it at Baylor Baylor was hot for a while and then they backed off but then he got him going again but didn't the boys your sons play. They knew him at Temple, right? You were 14 years in Philly, and I know you're well acquainted with that Temple program. Yeah, well, uh, Britt, uh, my my son that works here with us, he he <clears throat> worked with him, and um, he kept telling me, "You got to hire this guy." I mean, he is an unbelievable coach. And next thing I know, he's at the Giants, and he goes up there and works as a quality control coach for Coach Coughlin, <clears throat> and then. Um, and then next thing I know, he's a head coach. He's back at Temple, and he's uh, leading that Temple Tough team to, uh, you know, win after win. And my my youngest son, he had a chance to play for him. So um, 
you know, he, he likewise had a ton of respect for him. So it was a, <clears throat> he's close to the Reed family that way. Um, he was at Brett's wedding and the, and all that. So I, he's a good, good human being and a heck of a football coach. And he's, he's doing the same thing he did at the college level with, with Carolina. So it's, uh, you know, it's fun to watch and um, he's got an exciting football team. I love these fireside chats because we can go places, and I want to go to a place here, including Coach Rule and yourself. So he goes to Temple. Temple's had their moments, but he wins the American Athletic Conference Eastern Division two years in a row. He beats Penn State in 2015, which is a big deal. They hadn't beat him since 1941. And I want to ask you, because you completely changed culture here. It's easy to take it for granted after eight years, but, I mean, we were at the bottom of the ocean. Changing culture. Coach Rule now has done it twice he's uh it was not a bad culture in carolina um coach rivera done a great job there got him to the super bowl but to build culture to change lives it's not just calling plays or x's and o's it's actually changing an entire culture what about that as a coach and what you've been able to do here and what coach rule has done now in a couple places yeah well listen i mean he's done a done a great job with it and you got to get guys to believe in what you're doing <clears throat> that's not always the easiest thing to do uh, you've got to believe in it first and and uh and if you don't then the players are going to read through that so these guys are way too smart and and uh they've uh, you know they've they've seen things and they they get it they can read your body language they can read the words coming out of your mouth that uh aren't with conviction and so um, you know, you've got to make sure that, that what you're doing is, is solid. And, uh, and that's what he's, he's incorporated there. And he's lucky because he did follow Ron Rivera. I mean, that was a Ron is a heck of a football coach and, and, uh, is, has structure. So, um, it, it's just that sometimes it runs its course and Ron moved on and will do a great job at Washington. And now, uh, Matt comes in, he's going to do a heck of a job. And is doing a heck of a job with Carolina. So it's, um, you know, it's, but they, that, that organization has won before. So they, they kind of know they, yep. they, they have, they've had that taste and, and now they're, they're elevating it back up here again. Five Temple guys on this roster, including Robbie Anderson, who's having a heck of a year. And then to hear Whitehead, the linebacker we faced before when he was a lion and a Raider. So he's got a little Temple Owl flavor on this Carolina team. Yeah, well, you know those owls are tough, man. They're uh, Temple tough, and uh, and they they've had some real good years here through Adazio and Rule, and they've uh, there are these players that are throughout the National Football League. Every week, it seems like there's one uh, Temple owl on uh, per team here, at least. And and um, but anyways, you know, Coach Rule knows these guys, and they they believe in them and trust them. And they, they come in, they've got NFL experience. They come in, they go, Hey, listen, listen to this guy because he knows what he's talking about. And there's nothing like having that coming from, you know, to players from their peers. And so that holds weight. And so for him to bring those guys in, I I think was a smart move and uh, somebody that can help communicate to the the multitudes in that locker room that, you know what, we, we're going to be okay. This guy, this guy's a sharp cookie. Yeah, I just don't want to get lost on the kingdom. You stand on the top of that double-decker bus with your wife looking at hundreds of thousands of people in a parade and just knowing you change more than just football around here. All right, Teddy Bridgewater, I admire this kid. His his life was almost taken with an injury. Now he's back in the league fighting. It kind of reminds me of Alex Smith a bit. What are you seeing of Teddy Bridgewater and what you're facing Sunday? Yeah, well, he's a good football player and he did. He had a devastating injury that could have easily ended his career. He busted his tail to get back and, and he's playing good football. So uh, we've got to have a good week of practice as we get, get started here. And <clears throat> tomorrow will be a day off with, uh, you know, with the election going on, <clears throat> excuse me, voting going on. So um, the guys will be back in Wednesday. They come in today. They'll be back Wednesday and and doing their thing. So um Anyways, that that's uh, the uh, we've got to get ready for a good team, and they're good offensively and defensively, and and they do a nice job on special teams. So it's got to again be all three phases contributing. 
One final question, and we'll let you get back to work. But you, I know you love this country, and you've been blessed to live in different spots. You lived on the West Coast. You grew up in L.A. Uh, you coached at San Francisco State. You're in El Paso. You're in Columbia, Missouri. You've been in Philadelphia. You've been in Green Bay, and you've been in. You've seen this thing from sea to signing sea. Tomorrow is a voting, uh, the day of the election, but just your love for country. It's salute to service this week. There's a lot going on, um, but just your reaction before we let you go tonight. Yeah, well, it gives you an opportunity. It gives you a voice. And uh, <clears throat> one of the great things that our forefathers did for us was uh, give people an opportunity. And, uh, and, and as time's gone on, we've included uh, there have been women that have been included with it, minorities that have been included with it, and thus uh, have presented this real strong country. And that's what it's all about. So, um, but there was a foundation set and <clears throat> that um, has lasted longer than any civilization known to man right now. So it's, um, it's, doing, it's doing well, <clears throat> even though sometimes we need to get a little better in spots. It's it's, it's doing uh, it's doing well. We're all blessed to live in this this country. And so uh, we got to tweak a few things here and there and, and get things going. But it's uh, we, we've got we've got a good foundation. So I think that all those things will take place. But um, opportunity for to voice your opinion. And, um, and there's nothing like being able to vote to do that. Yes, sir. And thank you for your words. We'll let you go tonight, giving a shout-out to Patrice Berardelli from Pleasant Valley, home of the Roosters, uh, who is our uh, special guest tonight. But, Coach, give a shout-out to Patrice, and uh, go get the Panthers. All right, man. How do those redheads do? So. <clears throat> Thanks, Mitch. They're out there. Head Coach <laughs> Andy right. Reid. We'll be back with the Honey Badger. Tyron Matthew will be with us after this. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now, back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Marios is back to take this punt for the Jets. It's a fake punt. Tommy Townsend throws it near side to Byron Pringle. It's a first down at the 36-yard line. Tommy Townsend threw a dart. Is that number 5 or 15? Did Mahomes just put on Townsend's jersey? Because that thing was a rocket. Great fake punt called by Dave Tobe, Chiefs special teams coordinator, and a better pass by Tommy Townsend. If you didn't have the hair coming out of the bottom of the helmet, you'd have thought that was Mahomes slipping into a number five jersey. Welcome back to our Chiefs Kingdom show tonight, uh, celebrating a win over the Jets and getting ready now to play the Carolina Panthers. And again, a special shout-out to Patrice Berardelli from Pleasant Valley. She's enjoying her own Chiefs Kingdom private Zoom party with Zarda Barbecue catered to her place in Pleasant Valley by Hy-Vee for her and nine of her friends. She also gets an autographed 8 by 10 Chiefs player photo. All right, it is time now. A special honor and a privilege to introduce our special player guest for this evening, presented by Hellsberg Diamonds. That's uh, thanks to Hellsberg Diamonds serving the Chiefs Kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations nationwide. He has 18 career interceptions. He is a pro bowler. Earlier this year against New England, he registered his second pick six. Since he came to the Chiefs Kingdom, he has helped transform the Chiefs defense completely. And his record as a Chief, including the playoffs, 22 wins and five losses. He's also a St. Augustine Purple Knight. Welcome to the Chiefs Kingdom show, Tyron Matthew, the Kingdom Landlord and the Honey Badger. Welcome to the show, my friend. I appreciate you, my guy. Thanks for that. Appreciate the introduction, too. <laughs> hey, the Purple Knights forever, baby, right? In your heart. Hey, let's uh, go over it. Well, first of all, I'm going to ask this. I was on another uh, FaceTime call today, one of the leaders in our community, Bill Linhart. Uh, I'm sorry, Dan Linhart, but he has a son, William Linhart, who got on that call nine years today, nine years old today. It's his birthday. Uh, he loves like Marvel Comics, loves the Chiefs. He's Thor, so he likes to put the hammer down. But he, I said, who's your favorite Chiefs player? He goes, Tyron Matthew. And I thought about your influence that goes far beyond maybe even what we think. Here's a nine-year-old celebrating his birthday that said, hey, that's my favorite player, Tyron Matthew. Well, happy birthday to Will. Um, <laughs> hey, I, I think that's cool, man. Obviously, I have a, a huge platform. Um, and for me, um, I just try my best to, to hopefully, you know, be able to inspire people, you know, whether that be through football or whether that be through community service or whether that be just through me, you know, trying to overcome obstacles and adversity. So um, uh, I appreciate all, all the love and support uh, I get from a lot of people. 
Yep, William Linhart, happy birthday. His favorite player, like a lot of folks in the Chiefs kingdom, our guest tonight, Tyron Matthew. All right, yesterday, different halves. The first half, uh, hard to get him off the field. They got field goals, and then uh, Armani Watts gets the block field goal. Second half, completely just smoke job. Five three-and-outs, recovered fumble, game ends. That's, that's their seven possessions in the second half. What was the difference in those two 30-minute halves? Well, I think really the difference was, you know, obviously I think in the first half, you know, um, you know, a couple of penalties early on, um, not being able to get off the field on third downs. Um, and I think that's really, you know, that was the difference in the game. I thought in the second half, you know, we were able to get some three and outs cons- consecutively and consistently. Um, and I thought that really put us in position to kind of, you know, be in control of the game. I was talking with Coach about it just before you got on, but people talk about adjustments made at halftime, and Spags is great. But you only have 12 minutes, and it's really less than that. By the time you get in and you have to go back out, it's like 10. Then you, get, I mean, how, how much can you really get done at half, and how much did you guys chat yesterday at half? Well, we got some great coaches, um, and, I, and I always say that, and I hope it's not – you know, uh, taken for granted, but, you know, these men put in a lot of work and, and all of them are, are really able to kind of communicate with us, you know, in a way that's not really normal in the NFL. So, you know, we could spend two to five minutes with our coaches and they can just hit details that, you know, we're going to remember. And I think that's really important when you have coaches that are able to kind of communicate and relate information to their players in a quick and smooth way. That's impressive, man. You know, every team's different. Every year is different. Every defense is different. You've been with three different franchises. But this year's Chiefs defense now has yielded fewer than 21 points for an NFL best seven times. Number three in scoring defense, tied for the league with 14 takeaways. Something you and I talked about kind of publicly and privately during the offseason. Is this defense now, after eight games, can you sense there's a personality developing with this 2020 defense? Most definitely. Uh, I think we're you know, beginning to really, you know, settle into our attitude and, and what kind of defense we are. You know, I think halfway through the season, um, obviously early on, we could have played better. But I think, you know, when it matters the most, I think our defense is really stepping up and, and, and making big time plays. Um, you know, obviously creating turnovers and, and taking the ball away from the offense, you know, putting it in Patrick Mahomes' hands is always a good deal. Um, and, you know, like I mentioned earlier, you know, being able to be one of the top scoring defense in, in the league is a big deal, especially when you play for an offense that's, you know, capable of, you know, really putting up points. So, and, but for us, it's all about the team and, you know, then it's all about us. How can we get better, you know, each and every day? I think defensively, I think that's really the mindset, you know, we're in right now is each and every week. How can we learn to get better at something? Getting our guest Tyron Matthew tonight on the Chiefs Kingdom show. During the offseason, you said, hey, we've left, we left plays out there in 2019. That's 14 takeaways in eight weeks, plus explosive plays. You had the pick six against New England. Dirty Dan had it against Denver. But we're starting to see, how about then the development two front to back? I'm seeing young defensive guys develop in front of you. The linebackers seem to have jumped to another level. How about front to back and able to get the ball away and get explosive defensive plays? Yeah, I think we're really, you know, beginning to really blend well with each other. You know, you talk about the guys up front and, you know, I think getting Mike Dana back and, you know, obviously Big Turk and the way he's playing up front for us and, you know, along with Chris and Frank, um, you know, I think when those guys are able to do their thing up front, um, I think us on the, in the back, and I think, you know, I think we're capable enough, you know, of making plays in a passing game and, you know, even helping in a run game. You know, you see Dan and, and Juan and a lot of uh, Rashard Breeland, you know, helping in a run game, coming up, making big-time plays, big-time tackles, and I think that's what it's all about. You know, how can we as a unit – you know, mesh well with each other, play well with each other, complement each other, um, and just stick to that goal, man. Stick to that vision. Before we go to a break, and then after the break, I want to get into those other areas that you talked about where you're having influence. It just seems to me like it's destiny that you were to be here. I, you know, I look <laughs> at your career, admired it, your college career, and, and then against you uh, when you were in Arizona. But then – it seems like this has been a two-way street. Same thing like I talked with Coach Reed about it. This was great for you to come here. It's been great for the kingdom to be here. How much do you have a chance to reflect on going, yeah, I was supposed to be here at this time? Yeah, I, you know what, Rich? I, I'm so grateful, man, um, the, the opportunity I have to, to be around the kind of people that I'm around, you know, Hall of Fame caliber people on a daily basis, people that work extremely, extremely hard, 
Um, and, and then also people that um, not afraid to challenge me, you know, not afraid to hold me to a certain standard. And I think a guy like myself, you know, being around people that, you know, I know are, are supportive and encouraging and, and also going to push me, uh, you know, in the right direction to always get better and never settle. Um, I think for me, that's a perfect situation. And, you know, I got a lot of young guys around me that, that inspire me every day to, to be a better leader every day, to work harder every day and, you know, just continue to transfer whatever it is, you know, I have to, to the guys around me, hoping that, you know, we all can kind of succeed and, and, and be happy in this league. Well, we've seen what you've done on the field. We come back after the break. We're going to talk about off the field and your impact, not only here in Kansas City, but in your hometown of New Orleans and that region. Again, Tyron Matthew, the Kingdom Landlord, the Honey Badgers, our guest tonight on the Chiefs Kingdom Show. We'll be back with number 32 after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Patrick Mahomes cereals back at Hy-Vee. Now get all new designs of Mahomes Magic Crunch. Collect all eight limited edition cereal boxes and the backs of the boxes form an epic collage. Don't miss out on these collector's items and be sure to check back at Hy-Vee for all eight boxes. A portion of the proceeds goes to Patrick's 15 in the Mahomes Foundation for underserved children. Mahomes Magic Crunch cereal is sold exclusively at Hy-Vee while supplies last. T-Mobile has been building America's largest 5G network for an epic 5G moment. And now that moment is here. Introducing the new iPhone 12 Pro. Now at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G coverage. Only T-Mobile lets you unleash the power of iPhone 12 Pro in more places. Download, upload, and game at 5G speed and do it all on the only 5G network with the capacity and coverage to reach over 7,500 cities and towns across the country. Right now, for just 100 bucks a month, get two iPhone 12 Pros plus two new lines of unlimited 5G data with two eligible iPhone trade-ins. It's time to join T-Mobile. With 30-bill credits and auto pay, $90 plan plus $5 per iPhone plus taxes and fees. For well-qualified buyers, if you cancel, credits may stop and balance on required finance agreements due. Contact us. Pre-credit price $999.99 with zero down plus 33, 34 times 30. 0% APR. Customers on this plan may see lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month. Video at 480p. See coverage and offer details at T-Mobile.com. The mission of Galaga? Destroy the aliens, save mankind. All it took was skill, a little luck, and a fistful of quarters. Now the Kansas Lottery invites you to use those quarters for a different top score, scratching your way to 25 grand. Play Galaga Cash, and you could win thousands instantly. Scan non-winning tickets with the Play On app, and you could win a grand in your own Galaga console. See kslottery.com for details. Galaga is registered and copyrighted by Bandai Namco Entertainment, Inc. This ad for Hellsberg Diamonds has been specifically written for people who would rather think about beer than engagement rings. Imagine a bar with every kind of beer you can think of. There's a bartender who can tell you about every one. That bar is actually Hellsberg Diamonds. And those beers are a huge selection of high-quality diamonds and engagement rings at a great value. The bartender is a super knowledgeable associate who can help you find the perfect engagement ring. Come into Hellsberg and you'll have something to toast. Hellsberg Diamonds, a Berkshire Hathaway company. Hey, Chiefs Kingdom, are you hosting a game day watch party? Save time and impress guests with Hy-Vee Home Gate Packs. Take home tailgating with all of the variety that you're searching for. From Kansas City barbecue to all your favorite appetizers, pizzas, wings, or even a taco bar. Stop by your local Hy-Vee today to browse all of the Hy-Vee Home Gate meal pack options for your next watch party. Home gating, made easy by Hy-Vee. Now, back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Snap on first and 10 of the Jet 36. Chiefs lead 7-3. Mahomes guns it long for the end zone. Wide open touchdown. Kansas City. It's a home run to Tyreek Hill on an outstanding route. And the fake punt sets up a 36-yard deep slant. And the Chiefs. Get two touchdowns on as many drives. Back to our Chiefs Kingdom show. Mitch Holtis with you, voice of the Chiefs. Later, the Cheetah would have a 41-yard pass. He's now tied with uh, Randy Moss for 23 40-plus touchdowns uh, in the first five years of his career and the first five years of Randy Moss's career. Special uh, shout-out again tonight to uh, 
uh, Patrice Berardelli from Pleasant Valley, home of the Roosters, by the way. Her own uh, Chiefs Kingdom private Zoom party tonight. Zarda Barbecue catered to her place in Pleasant Valley by Hy-Vee and nine of her friends. Our special guest tonight, a presentation of Hellsburg Diamond, serving the Chiefs Kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations nationwide. And yes, he is the leader of the defense, number 32, Tyron Matthew. You talked uh, earlier about just the depth of the way you approach your life and your career. We had Clyde on last week. It was interesting. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, because I'm, I'm fascinated by the culture. You and I have talked about this. He's from Baton Rouge. You're from New Orleans. But just how you are, you love your culture, uh, the culture that you came from. It, it's very diverse, but what it means to you uh, and how it helps shape who you are. I mean, you know, it means a lot to me. I think it's really, you know, the, the spirit of really the people, you know, of, of Louisiana, really. And, you know, how it's, you know, it seems like it's always an obstacle and yet they have to overcome it, you know. But yet these people never complain. You know, they just celebrate, right? Whether it's Mardi Gras, you know, whether it's sports or getting up for LSU, they're always finding a way to celebrate life. And, um, you know, that's what I try to do. And that's what I try to represent. You know, I try to be a person that, you know, that stays strong through hard times. And then also, you know, try to be a person that celebrate all the people around me, you know, um, because, you know, this life is short. And um, so you definitely don't want to take a, take the people around you for granted. So um, I probably say that, that that's some of the biggest and, and greatest lessons, you know, I've, I've probably learned from just, you know, being a part of that that culture down there. I love the way they also celebrate culture, though, whether it's French Creole background or you see, you know, the different races uh, that come together, really, uh, and and celebrate it. They embrace it. And it's awesome to see that. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it seems like it's one big family, you know, no, whether it be, like I said, an LSU game or whether it be you coming down for carnival season or, you know, just, touring, <laughs> you know, the French quarters or. You know, um, it just seems like one big family, you know, so um, uh, that's always one of the positive things, you know, I love about, you know, the culture down there. Just have some jambalaya ready for me. Okay. <laughs> You've also embraced leadership. Now, I said you're going to coach someday. I'm just going to put that out there. I'm prophesying that. But the way you study the game, the way you embrace it I, on football, I mean, you're going to coach. But then the influences on you where you've been able to embrace leadership when it always hasn't been easy to do so, what's in your past that laid the foundation, the, the, the brickwork, if you will, of why you are in that regard and not being afraid to lead? Well, I think, you know, it's really the, the people around me and, and, and the trust, uh, you know, that, that they put in me to, to be that same guy each and every day, to, to be the guy in the building that, that's going to work hard and set the tempo and set the standard. So I think for me, it's just about embracing that, understanding that, being aware of that. And then also, you know, understanding that the people around me, they, they need me to be a certain way. And um, so for me, it's all about keeping the people around me, you know, in, in front of me, you know, if, if that makes sense. It sure does. It, it, and I talked to you too about flashpoints. There's flashpoints for every one of us. Um, and I know you can deal with young players of flashpoints, but you've had to overcome a lot, even going all the way back. And I, I mean, your grandparents must have been awesome, man, because uh, they put a lot of love into you. Um, but just the flashpoints in your lives and how you've been able to navigate that and push on to now lead your own family. I mean, for me, it's just been about, you know, all the great people, you know, that have really come into my life that have really, you know, sparked me and, and kind of helped shift my mindset and, you know, I think the best way to learn is, is through other people, you know, through other people's experiences. So I'm very fortunate and very grateful that, that God has really, you know, put the right kinds of people, you know, in my life that I can learn from. And, you know, whether that's people that, you know, have a family, you know, whether that's guys who've done well through their career, you know, financially and off the field, whether it be guys who are, you know, great in, in community service. Um, I've just tried my best to learn from, you know, each and every person, each and every good person, positive person that have, that have really come into my life. And I think it's just been able to kind of help me stay true to, you know, what my goals are, you know, what my vision is for myself and, you know, what it takes to kind of, you know, get there. Tyron, one of the things I'm missing tonight is the fact that if we would have this in front of a live audience, so if we normally do outside of COVID times, you would bring your family with you. 
And yeah. I still promise that field trip for Junior, I'm going to get him like four school reports. He's going to soak in a lot of knowledge around here because I'll talk to him about the culture around here. Um, but then you and that, that – I say new little girl. She's not new anymore. But when you put a picture of her on social media, it's awesome. But just your own family and what it's meant to, to uh, kind of acclimate here to the Chiefs' kingdom. You know, for us, it's been it's been a blessing, you know, to, to be embraced – um, to, to be loved, to be accepted. I think that's really, that's all you can ask for. You know, when you, when you come into a new place, a new home, you know, trying to make new friends and, you know, then, then I think it's the chief's kingdom, you know, and then everything that they bring, you know, whether it be, you know, the passion that they bring to Arrowhead or on the road or, you know, whether it be just them on social media, you know, constantly supporting me, constantly encouraging me, constantly pushing some of the messages um, through my foundation, you know, helping help and spread that. Um, so for us, it's been great, man. Um, the people are great. Uh, the food is great. And then, like I said, man, um, it's no better place to play football than, than Kansas City. It's, it's everything you kind of hope for, imagine, especially if you have a family. And you got a Super Bowl ring, going to get another one. We come back, we're going to talk about some other important areas, including tomorrow and the big day tomorrow with Election Day. Again, Tyron Matthews, our guest tonight on this edition of the Chiefs Kingdom Show. We'll be back with more from the Kingdom Landlord, number 32, the Honey Badger. After this, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Holmes now 27 of 35 for 328 and three touchdowns. First and 10 of the Jet 26 yard line. Mahomes with time. Sidearms at Demarcus Robinson. Corner route. Caught. Touchdown. Kansas City. Demarcus Robinson. Shades of the Raider game a year ago. Burning the secondary on a deep corner route for a 26 yard touchdown pass. Phenomenal performance by Patrick Mahomes. 416, five touchdowns, no picks, 21 touchdowns, one interception after eight games. That is the best start in NFL history in TD over INT. Also, special thanks again or acknowledgement of uh, Patrice Berardelli of Pleasant Valley. She won tonight's Chiefs Kingdom private Zoom party. Zarda Barbecue catered to her place in Pleasant Valley by Hy-Vee. Uh, for her and nine of her friends. Also a reminder, the Chiefs Kingdom is brought to you by Boda Box. Kick off your tailgate party up a notch this year. The ultimate tailgate wine, Boda Box, the premier boxed wine that wins with wine critic, uh, wine critics. Boda Box, that's how we boda. Again, our special guest tonight, uh, Tyron Matthew. It's a presentation of Hellsburg Diamonds, serving the Chiefs Kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations nationwide. Tyron, it's uh, tomorrow's a big day, election day, and you have taken the responsibility uh, for months now, really for months, to get the word out to remind everybody about their exer- to exercise their right to vote. What about your interests there and why you're so involved to get everybody to understand that the freedom that they have in this country to vote? Yeah, Miss, I mean, like you just said, I think it's it's a freedom. You know, I think it's fundamental as well. You know, so many people... Uh, had to go through so much for, for all of us to have that that right to vote. And, and so for us, it's about paying that back. And so I think it's really our responsibility, really as citizens, really of this country, um, to, to be involved in that. And I'm, I'm just thankful for my platform um, that I'm able to kind of, you know, help reach, you know, thousands, if not millions of people and, and help spread the word. And um, so I'm happy to be a part of the Chiefs Kingdom and the Chiefs organizations. You know, they're open arrowhead, you know, as a polling site. Um, so I think that's huge. I think that's big. I think being in the locker room, you know, with guys like Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and all these guys who step up uh, to the plate uh, and really play their part and, and kind of help and make this, this world a better place. So um, I'm excited. And then I'm hoping everybody you know, get out tomorrow, you know, and really get out and vote. Yeah, I'm wearing our salute to service gear tonight. Got the flag going, the hat, just because it is salute to service week too. One of my favorite games, just because you talk about having the privilege and right to vote, that's protected by people that I just don't want to take it for granted of all the women and men who serve our country and protect us. Absolutely. Um, you know, and, and they're so important to us as well. You know, so thankful that that really the NFL – uh, you know, allows us to, to have the platform to, to give them, you know, the spotlight, you know, for all they do and all these sacrifices and, you know, really help 
us live in one of the best countries in the world, you know, and give us a lot of freedoms. And so um, always praying uh, and, and hoping uh, for the best for, for all the people uh, uh, that serve our country. I want to ask you about also leadership in an, in an unusual way. We're sitting here at 7 and 1, but we're seeing daily news come out either in colleges or high schools uh, or in the NFL about the COVID situation. I don't know if fans realize how many sacrifices players are making um, and coaches and staff and what you've had to do uh, with – I mean, it's just – it's you weren't trained for this. Nobody was. Yeah. But whoever wins Super Bowl 55, I said we're, in, we're playing three divisions here, the AFC West, battle to get a bye, and then third's the COVID division. What about yeah. being disciplined and staying in a leadership role in that regard? Well, you just got to stay on top of it. You know, uh, obviously it's, you know, so many people that, 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 that have really been affected by this. Uh, I think this is a real thing. Um, and I think, you know, in my position being a leader, it's about me just staying on top of it myself, holding myself accountable first, um, and, and then hoping everybody around me kind of see, see me do it. Um, I think it's a great uh, responsibility, you know, th- that we have. Um, and I think this is a great opportunity as well. I think we're very fortunate, you know, as the NFL to kind of still be living, quote unquote, in our normal lives, you know, still being able to play football and, and come to work and, and do the things we love. So for, for me and for us, it's, it's about not taking that for granted, you know, understanding that it's, it's so many people out here that have been really, really affected by this. And so for us to have the opportunity to, to play the game we love, you know, we have to take this thing serious um, the entire way through. And how much discussion is there among you guys of saying, hey, man, we can't be doing this or that. I mean, we got coaches and players living in hotels away from their families just to remain, you know, safe uh, for the families and also to stay COVID free. But how much of this is just conversation like, hey, we just have to think different here, at least for the next several months, for sure. I think I think Rick Burkhold, our 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 head trainer, does a great job of constantly stepping in, whether that be you know two times a week, three times a week, whenever he feels it's necessary to to kind of help remind us of, of all the things that's going on around us, and for us to never get complacent, you know, in that regard, you know, because um, I think we have a great football team. I think we have the opportunity to really do something special, and for us, it's going for us to do that. You know, we're going to have to take this part of it very serious. And so, you know, hats off to Rick and his entire staff for, for always staying on top of us and, you know, um, and making us feel comfortable at the same time. There's times I know he acts like a school principal, but it's like, okay, I'm glad he's in that role. Um, we'll close it out this way. Getting ready for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, this is a real interesting team uh, to me. They've got a lot of weapons on this team. It looks like they're going to get McCaffrey back. Uh, what are you seeing in your early study of Carolina for this week? Uh, I feel like they're a great offense. Obviously, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, he's kind of coming into his own in that offense, really settling in. Um, you know, like you mentioned, obviously getting Christian McCaffrey back. He's a big-time player. Um, and then they have some weapons on the outside as well. You know, I think I think the receivers' numbers is 10, 11, and 12. So I kind of burned that into my memory. <laughs> I watched the tape the last couple of days. So, but, yeah, 10, 11, and 12. Um, you know, that, that's some good kids, man. They, they can really run routes. Um, they got great speed. Um, you know, all three of them are, are really dangerous after the catch. So they're going to test us. It's going to be a great challenge for us. Um, uh, but I know Coach Spaz, Coach Merritt, all those guys will really get us ready to play. But um, I think we'll have our hands full. But, you know, like Coach Spag say, you know, it's all about us. You know, whether we do our job, whether we do, you know, what it requires on uh, each play. Um, but I think we'll be all right. But it's definitely going to be a great challenge coming up this weekend. Yeah, 10's Curtis Samuel, 11's Robbie Anderson, and 12's DJ Moore, man. You got it, okay? 10, 11, and 12. Everybody out there in the kingdom, you got to be thinking 10, 11, and 12. I think they stole our playbook. I was watching their Thursday night game. I'm going, are they just running all over our plays? It's, it's, you're going to see it. It's going to feel like training camp, I think, when you see some of this motion shifts and they do a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, they do a lot of different things. And, you know, that's why I'm so blessed, man. I feel like we're so blessed, so fortunate to – to be able to practice against Coach Reed and that offense and Patrick Mahomes, um, obviously, is very stressful at times. Um, but I think in the long run, you know, you're really able to kind of, you know, understand that, you know, you kind of built something going to, going up against those guys. You know, whether it be motion adjustments, whether it be guys, you know, running across the field, you know, rub routes, deep pick routes, you know, trying to figure out if you're going to cover Kelsey or, or Tyreek. So I think we've been challenged a lot, um, and I think we're kind of coming into our own as a defense. So 
Um, it's all about just believing in each other and going out there playing fast. But I loved it. I had to watch it from like 100 yards away over in my tent when you'd wreck a couple of their practices and you were enjoying it. <laughs> I know you were enjoying it. I saw you enjoy it. As we close out tonight, it just feels like, Tyron, it was meant to be. You were meant yes. to come here and the Chiefs were meant to have you. And it's just exciting to see this uh, move on day by day by day. And, and uh, it's awesome to have you with us here, buddy. Oh, man, I'm so thankful for, for the Hunt family, you know, Coach Reed, Brett Veach, Coach Spags for, for wanting to really, you know, coach a guy like me. And um, I just feel blessed, you know, but the work's not done. You know, we're halfway through. Um, we got got to finish this last stretch of the season, you know, even even harder than we, you know, kind of started it. But I'm looking forward to it. I'm happy. Um, I love the guys around me. And um, so just looking forward to keeping it going. God bless you and your family. I'm coming to your fundraiser, buddy. Get the jambalaya ready and get Junior ready for that field trip. Tyron Matthew, thank you, man. <laughs> thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right, Tyron Matthew, our guest tonight, as the Chiefs get ready to take on the Carolina Panthers. Uh, that will be a noon kickoff coming up this Sunday. I mentioned three divisions. Chiefs are trying to win the AFC West, trying to get that battle for the bye, and also to stay healthy. Remember to vote tomorrow on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. You've been listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Bad Boy Mowers, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mow with an attitude. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. In case you missed the news, Josh Klingler is the Chiefs' newest sideline reporter. And since we can't hang out with 70,000 of our closest friends this fall, there's only one guy who can bring you what you missed from inside the stadium on Monday mornings, and that's Kling. Weekdays starting at 6. Make sure to tune in to Fesco in the morning for inside access to the Chiefs sidelines like you've never heard before on the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.